Hello, my friend. How you doing today? <laughs> I hope that you're having a good day or, or evening, whatever time of day it is in your area. It's early morning here as I'm making this podcast. I have a question for you, as I often do. Have you ever been reading your Bible and, you know, you're reading through the New Testament and you're looking at the different things that Jesus did and the different situations that he encountered and how he handled them? And then you just kind of think to yourself, man, if I could just be like that, if I could just be like Jesus one day, you know, (laughs) and you just kind of keep on reading. You know, for example, when you remember when he got word that Lazarus and the Bible says Lazarus, whom he loved, he got word that Lazarus was sick. I mean, and it was serious. And uh, the Bible says that, okay. He stayed two more days in that same place where he was before he left. In other words, somebody that he loved, somebody that was close to him was sick, very sick, said he was about to die. And then, you know, come on, Jesus, I know you can help him. Come on, get on over here and help him. But Jesus didn't automatically. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Stop everything, boys. Lazarus is sick. He about to die. I got to get there quick. I got to help him. I got to. No, this was like. You could say this was bad news to Jesus. This was alarming news. But you see him staying the same. He was obeying what the Father instructed him. He was so in tune with God's heartbeat that he was not moved by circumstances. He was moved by what the Father told him to do. And when the Father told him to do it, wouldn't it be good to live a life like that? Where you're not moved by, by either bad things or bad news. Or good news. You just stay the same. See, uh, you know, somebody says, okay, well, look here. I need to not be moved by bad news, but I guess it's okay if I'm moved by good news. No, it's good to be constant. Because what if, for example, you know, bad news, we understand that. If bad news happens, you don't lose your cool. You don't come undone, but you stay stable in the Lord. But how about good news? What if all of a sudden everybody starts praising you? Everybody just starts telling you how great you are. Man, look, you did this, you did that, and you just wore. And and then you start getting the big head. (laughs) You know what I mean by getting the big head? I mean, you can almost float away. You know, you just get filled with so much pride. Well, that is an instance of being moved by good news. So we want to stay stable. We want to stay the same, just as Jesus was. I mean, again, he said that, His purpose was to fulfill God's will, and that should be our purpose as well. Well, how do we do that? How do we become more like Jesus? I mean, Jesus was generous. He gave to the poor. He took time out to sit and teach the people who were hungry for understanding of God. I mean, he had patience. You know, the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians chapter 5. He had all of these things working for him. The question is, do we, do you and I, have all these things working for us? Eh, somebody says sometimes. <laughs> okay, well, anyway, again, what I'm getting at is, I know that you've probably read through the Bible just as I, as I have, and on occasion you're reading about Jesus and you just feel like thinking, if I could just be like him, if I could just be like him. Well, I got some good news for you. I think I found the answer on how we can become more like Jesus. But the first thing I want to say, I want to give you this good news that God actually wants you to be more like Jesus. See, the word of God actually declares that God has called us to be conformed 
to the image of his dear son. So he, his plan is that for you and me to become more and more like Jesus. And see, just the fact that that's in his game plan lets you know that it's possible. It's not way out there in La La Land. Ooh, Lord, if I could just be like Jesus, ooh, that would be so good. No, it's not impossible. It's actually God's plan for you and me. Okay, so like I said, I found what I think is a key. Psalm chapter 112. I'm actually going to read several verses. I might read the whole uh, uh, chapter to you. But this shows us, in verse 1, it shows us the key that we can apply so that we can become more like Jesus. And if you're really saved, if you're really serious about your commitment to God, that's what you want. I know we go through a lot of stuff and, and we slip and fall here and there, but in your heart of hearts, tell me it ain't so. You really want to be like Jesus. You really want to live a life that is totally pleasing to God. Am I right or am I right? <laughs> okay, well, let's get on with it. I'm going to read verse 1, Psalm chapter 112 and verse 1. And this is going to show you the key for us to become more and more like Jesus in the way that we handle everyday life, everyday events. Verse 1 says, Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in his commandments. See, that's your answer right there. That's the answer we've been looking for. God is said, God is saying rather, for us to fear him and then to delight ourselves greatly in his commandments. Or in other words, to love, to love the word of God. Okay, that means we spend time reading it. We spend time meditating upon it. We spend time speaking in agreement with it. All of these things we love, we cherish God's commandments or God's word. Now, I'm going to start reading at verse 2, and basically, it's going to show you the characteristics of a person that fears the Lord and that delights greatly in his commandments. Are you ready? Psalm 112. I'm reading out of the New King James Version today, okay? Psalm 112, starting at verse 2. His descendants will be mighty on earth. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches will be in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Unto the upright there arises light in the darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteous. Have you ever... <laughs> okay, I'm pausing. This is, uh, this is verse 4. I'm pausing right here real quick. Have you ever seen somebody and you're like, dang, I don't like that person. You don't even know the person. You just see the person from a distance or you see, see the way the person is behaving themselves. And you're like, I don't even like that person. Dang, Lord, what in the world? Okay, well, <laughs> the Bible says in verse 4 that this person who fears the Lord and delights greatly in his commandments is full of compassion. See, that person that you having trouble liking, there's a reason why that person is acting the way they're acting. So if you have a heart full of compassion, you won't get ticked off by the way they're acting, but you'll want to dig a little bit deeper and then find out. What's the reason why this person is acting that way? You'll, you'll respond with compassion. Are you with me? So he is gracious and full of compassion and righteous. Verse 5, Psalm 112. A good man deals graciously and lends. See, he's a giver. He will guide his affairs with discretion. In other words, he won't be prejudiced. He won't be uh, jumping to conclusions. 
He will guide his affairs with discretion. Surely he will never be shaken. Ah, that's what we've been looking for. That whether good news comes down the pike or bad news comes down the pike, we are not shaken. We remain constant. Okay, six again. Surely he will never be shaken. The righteous will be in everlasting remembrance. He will not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. His heart is established. He will not be afraid until he see his desire upon his enemies. Verse 9. For he has dispersed abroad. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn will be exalted with honor. The wicked will see it and be grieved. He will gnash his teeth and melt away. The desire of the wicked shall perish. Okay, that's it. Psalm 112. We got the key. Do you really want to be like Jesus? I do. And I believe you do too. Well, this is what God is saying for us to do. To fear him above all else. And to delight greatly in his commandments. Okay. All right. I went a little bit long today, but I wanted to pass it on to you because I found out I think this is the key, y'all. I think this is the key. I mean, we can become more and more like Jesus every day as we esteem his word very highly, as we spend time praying, as we spend time reading his word, confessing his word, pondering or meditating upon his word so that his word becomes established in our hearts. It takes root in our hearts. Then when we walk the walk, people are going to see Jesus in our lives. Okay, <laughs> Larry Hunter, five minute inspirations. And I thank God and thank you for giving me another opportunity to share with you words that encourage and thoughts that inspire. You be blessed now. Bye bye.